Welcome to Chamber Chats, brought to you by the Kershaw County Chamber of Commerce. I'm Amy Kiner. And I'm Stephen Smoke. We are co-hosts of Chamber Chats. New episodes of Chamber Chats go live the second and fourth Wednesday of each month. Thank you for tuning in. We are back here for Casey Chamber Chats, and we have an awesome guest for you all today. It is Dr. Harrison Goodwin, the superintendent of Kershaw County School District. Welcome, Dr. Goodwin. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having me here today. Amy, we always have awesome guests. It's we not do. Just, but no, this definitely fits <laughs> into that category, but I just, you acted like we'd never had an awesome guest we before. We just started the okay. podcast, Stephen, right, and you're okay. already beating up the man. All right. No, not him. It was you. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, we do. We do have a, a native uh, Kershaw County uh, person here who we're just privileged to have back in a, in a very important leadership position in in the county at the school district. But um, I spoiled a little bit of it by saying you're from here, uh, Dr. Goem. But but can you tell our listeners about your background educationally and so forth? What and how you uh, were led back to this area? Well. Uh, yes, what was born and raised here in Kershaw County and was a graduate of the system. Um, went went to college and then came back here and actually started my teaching career. Um, it, it was interesting. Things worked out. I was able to do my student teaching in Kershaw County oh, nice. and then got hired on uh, right out of school. And uh, we were here five years, but um, quite honestly, my dad had been in this district at that point probably 30-plus years, and he had big big prints to to walk in and, mm. and uh it was probably best if we we ventured out on our own so so we left and uh sort of migrated over to the uh to the lakelands area over in greenwood county mm-hmm. uh, specifically 96 oh, okay. and uh then then wandered to the upstate to to uh, spartanburg county and stayed up there 14 years so my kids feel like that's really home because mm-hmm. they were there for so long and then um then one day really got a wild here and went over to Chesterfield County as superintendent. So, uh, <laughs> you know, we're next door to Kershaw County, but still a pretty good piece away. Yeah, yeah. Well, we are thankful you came home. Well, we're we're glad to be here. Uh, uh, you know, a lot of people talk about us coming home, but, you know, the problem is when you've been gone 30 years, home changed. <laughs> yes. Uh, and it changed very significantly. Um there uh, sometimes for the better and sometimes uh, maybe not so much exactly you know you never know which one's which but you know it's interesting that none of the schools that i went to as a student uh exist anymore the the buildings themselves the buildings themselves all of those buildings have been replaced Uh so it shows how the life cycle happens um there's a small piece over at the current camden high school that's being used that was in in use when i was there but Wow. But that's all. Everything else right. is completely gone. You just that's made me so reflect upon that, uh, Dr. Goodwin, and now I feel sufficiently old um, <laughs> because I'm in the same boat. I'm in the exact same boat. I went to the old, that old two-story building on the Cameron High campus was where I went to middle school. But other than that, there's nothing left. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was depressing. Okay. Yeah. Moving right along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to ruin yeah. the day, but did did you know it is it's kind of interesting to point out the, yeah. the way things change. So, you know, when it, when you stay in an area, you think things are fairly stable and that 
they don't change a lot. But right. when you leave and come back after that length of time, you realize how much it really changes. Absolutely. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, tell us about the school district now. Um, you know, obviously it has changed since you were here. How many students? How many schools? You know, if, if someone new to the area is listening to this podcast, you know, what information would you want to share about the district? Well, I think, I think a couple of those things are real important to say. One is uh, we're a little over 11,000 students right now, okay. which uh, is is right at the largest our school district's ever been. And we're growing at, at quite a clip. Mm-hmm. We're growing at, at uh, this year we're going to show a growth of about 250, 280 kids. Wow. So if you, if you t- back up and look at that, that means we're growing almost a school every two years. Mm-hmm if you look at the size of an elementary school. Mm-hmm. So we're in a steep growth pattern right now. Now, that growth is spread out all over the county, mm-hmm. but but the total addition is is equal to almost a school every two years. Yeah. We uh I, I guess you would would definitely say we're the largest employer in the district mm-hmm. or in the county because right. we we probably have around 1400 full-time employees. And then, of course, we have lots of part-time employees. Right. That doesn't really include our substitute teachers and all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our custodial staff is outsourced. Even though they're with us every day, we really don't count them as employees. The substitutes okay. are outsourced as well, correct? Okay. Yeah, substitutes and and um, custodial were outsourced a number of years back. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, it, it really doesn't change a whole lot the relationship. It's just who their paycheck comes from. Yeah. Right. Very good. Yeah, it's interesting that you talk about the growth. Um, that's the growth being spread out throughout the county is something that's relatively new. And, it, you know, um, West Watery has experienced significant growth for the last, you know, couple decades. But mm-hmm. but right now, it truly does appear that the growth is all over the county. It, it sure does. Um, of course, you know, even though I was in other parts of the state, you know, through things like athletics and all, you keep up, especially like with with the size of high schools. Mm-hmm. And Camden High School at one point had dropped back to the low nine hundreds, which you know that that was a significant drop in enrollment. And today they're a little bit back over eleven hundred, wow. which is actually uh, about the size it was when I graduated from from Camden High School. And there's a definite growth uh, curve right now, so we don't expect that to slow down. Wow. So, so talk about that then a little bit. Um, you know, what does that mean for the school district? What, what, what kind of plans and conversations are you having to have when we have that kind of growth? Well, we, and and I'm lucky that I've, I've worked in districts that had steep growth patterns like this and ones that also had mild decreases in enrollment. So, And, and I'm not sure one is better than the other, but mm-hmm. one thing that you have to do if you're in a growth pattern is always stay three to five years ahead on your planning. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, if we said today we were going to build a new elementary school, we are at least three years out. Right. So, you know, we constantly have to think about where that next growth pattern is as far as where you place that school, or is it additions at multiple schools? Of course, additions can happen a lot faster. Mm-hmm. We don't want to get back into the portable classroom business. This, oh, good. this district got out of that uh, a number of years back. 
Uh, but they're the, so attractive. Oh, they, I mean, they, they are. They really, everybody wants one of those in their neighborhood. You and, know? And, and, and from a management standpoint, yeah. everybody wants to run their kids out in the rain back and yeah. forth. Classes. Or when there's a you know, bad weather, yeah, tornado, hurricane, yeah. you'd love to be in a portable <laughs> classroom. Makes me feel more comfortable. But, uh, but you know, uh, that, that was one of the goals in one of my previous counties was to get us completely out of portables. Mm-hmm. And if you ever get to that point that you can get out, you need to do everything you can to stay out of them. Yeah. Uh, and, and of course, right now we have pressed the old Lugoff Elgin High School, which then was the middle school that now we're referring to as the Lugoff Elgin High School Annex. Next, yeah. And we've pushed it into to, to play and, and really have done a significant uplift on that building. Oh, good. Now, good. the you know, the real problem there, and we've got to make some decisions about that, is – we're right now moving kids between those two campuses and, you know, bad weather days, those mm-hmm. kinds of things, plus the normal exposure of having kids that much out in, in the public eye. Right. Um, so what we've got to decide is do we do we move to something more like a freshman campus mm-hmm. and, and do something like that, which is the way a lot of school districts handle that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well you, so you've talked about the challenges of growth, but, but what are some other things that you found as, as you've come in? To, well, when did you start? Yeah. Well, my, I guess my official first day was July 1st, but uh, oh, I was wow. fortunate I was able to come in. Uh, a week or so before that and start getting my feet on the ground. All right. Okay. So, wow, I feel like you've been here longer than I that. Know. But, um, but I don't know whether that's a good thing or, or not. But Well, it's, it's four not months. Not even six months. Four, four months and, and a week and a half since I was named superintendent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it feels wow. like four years probably. But, it does. But now having been here four months and maybe having your feet touch the ground barely by now, what are the biggest challenges? You know, because we do. I mean, the education is – constant challenges but but specific to us Kershaw County School District what, what do you see going on that that is a challenge and and opportunities well uh, obviously let's talk globally uh, mm-hmm. first and then we'll talk more specific about just the county but we are struggling with with the staffing just like everybody else is um, finding teachers is is next to impossible and you know some people say well you know how are we going to recruit teachers well we're not going to recruit our way out of this we're going to have to self-grow our way out of this. We're going to have to find people who are already in the community who want to be mid-year, you know, mid-career changers, things like that, and in- encourage them to come into education. Because it doesn't help us to go to Richland County and recruit because everybody's recruiting right. in somebody else's backyard. Mm-hmm. So you've got to make sure you retain your current workforce and then that you grow your own. Um, and, and what that brings into play then is the local part, which we we over time our district has has allowed ourselves to slip some in the compensation column There's for no teachers, mm-hmm. administrators too. Sure. Oh, we 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 really do have that problem. Um, it's, it's a bigger gap for administrators, isn't it? Uh, it, or it, it, well, percentage wise, it's probably the same okay. gap, but dollars it does look look large. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so what happens is 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 some of our best and brightest get recruited out of us, right. not on the front end of their career, but when they're mid career. Mm-hmm. And and so, you know, of course, Richland too always would love to be able to invite some of our best and brightest over, um, you know. And and so we've got to do what we can to encourage them to stay. And you know, money is important. It's very important, mm-hmm. but it's not the only thing. It's the quality of work life that we've got to work on. 
uh, I'm currently writing some some things for for another entity right now about Kershaw County, and and one of the things that 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 I make the comment in there about is is that we've got to make sure that we don't add one more thing to teachers. Right. We've one more thing done oh. so many times that they don't have the ability now to carry the burden. Mm-hmm. What what I've challenged my administrative staff is is to bring me one more thing we can take away. Oh, that's oh, wonderful. Nice. And, and, you know, we're trying to incentivize taking tasks away from the frontline classroom teacher and to, to try to find ways to automate certain things, to take it away from their plate, to uh, to make it easier. And, you know, because we, we've added, added, added yeah. For, yeah. for decades. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's really refreshing to hear mm-hmm. it's the proverbial straw that broke the camel's back i mean i i know several people personally teachers who just they got added one thing and they finally just said and they were at a point in their career where they could and they right. just said that's it yeah i mean i just can't do it anymore yep. so to hear that is i think really really a good thing well mm-hmm. and i think the pandemic even accelerated that because yes. we had to push some teachers really out of their comfort zone and we're all still trying to find this 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 equilibrium between the way school has been done for decades mm-hmm. and the technology infusion. Right. And I think the, the tendency is is maybe districts have gone with the pandemic went too far yeah. and now we're needing to back up. And, you know, sometimes when I look at teachers, we, we had an internet outage week before last yeah. and it was great. Thought the world with, was coming to an right. end. I, I, I thought that was it. Yeah. It's it, over. Here we go. <laughs> well, so, and some people felt that way, but I'll tell you what, some other, some other teachers just kicked it in and all of a sudden you saw that creativity and that excitement in their eyes. And it was like, mm-hmm. turn the stuff off from time to time. Love you know, it. It, yeah. it, it's okay. You know, we're, we're not going to judge if you use technology every day in your classroom because that's not the real world. Yeah. So, um, you know, we, we tried to take advantage of the Internet outage. We might turn it off another day. I like it. <laughs> hey, we have, late, fun. we have late start Wednesday. We could have no Internet Thursday or right. something. I, right. yeah. my, my children, if they listen to this podcast, <laughs> they're they going to die. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> hey, well. <laughs> I'm sure, you know. Oh, well, yeah. I'm well, sure we yours. embarrass them nonstop. So yeah. what's new? Um, <laughs> so tell us then, and I love the focus on staff, and I'm sure there are a lot of listeners who will appreciate, as Stephen said, those comments. Um, but tell us about, you know, the the students. You know, what are some opportunities there that you see for the future of the district? Um, you know, some things that you'd like to do. It, it, if there are, you think we're in a great spot. Give us that scoop. Well, one thing that, that we need to work more toward is is giving, especially high school students, is more real-life experiences. We have so many kids who, who say, I'm going to go on to four-year college, and the only reason they say, I'm going on to four-year college is because that's what other people are saying. Right. They don't realize the opportunities that are, that are there. Mm-hmm. And we've got the great resource of, of Willard Technology Center, seated right next to central carolina mm-hmm. and we're we need to work to to build that bridge even more across that parking lot yeah uh, you know it seems like it's just an easy walk across yeah. but but we haven't really taken advantage of that location now part of that was pandemic came in sure. right as those facilities especially willard open mm-hmm. yeah right as it opened so we need to, to increase that 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 partnership there because you know there are a lot of, of young folks 
who can make a very good living, much better than, say, my teachers can. Absolutely. Do, doing other things. And sometimes they're just not exposed. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of our, uh, you know, for instance, all of our mechatronics students at, at Willard at WTC, mm-hmm. if they complete the course successfully, they're hired walking out of our door. Right. And they're hired at making much better wages yes. than mm-hmm. first-year teachers. Yeah. So we, we need to take advantage of that. Uh, that That's an experience we need. And another experience that, that I want to see K through 12 is a more deep infusion of the arts. Oh. We, we sometimes think about the arts as just being the band, the chorus, the visual arts class, mm-hmm. some cases dance. But there's there are many ways to infuse the arts more. And, you know, that's one spot. I don't quote a lot of research, mm-hmm. but there's no doubt about the research on a child who's exposed to the arts and their ability to 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 learn and to process information. And so we we need to, to take the opportunity to expand. Our strongest school districts in the state mm-hmm. have a much more infused arts program than we do. Interesting. Very yeah. nice. Yeah, that, that's, that sounds really good. And you, you talked about those experiences and, and uh, the four-year college experience as well. And, you know, it's so expensive these days as well. And for those students to come out – you're right. They can, they can come out of these other programs at Central or wherever and make as much money or more than somebody who's spent a fortune at a mm-hmm. four-year school, uh, and and it's just not for everybody. So um, I, I think it's good to hear you you mention that as well as a priority. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I and and we certainly do have the infrastructure in place to really take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I've, and certainly from the business community perspective, I think that's great. I, Our office is, the Chamber's office is across from WTC in this small CCTC building. And I just see a lot of synergies with all of the organizations that are out there um, that can really create this amazing workforce, not only for our community, but for our state too. So I, I love um, your interest with with encouraging students to to head that way I have often said that it's more the parents um, because they think that they their children because that's what they did um, have to go to four-year college and they the welders in our building I just look at them and see dollar signs because I'm like they are going to make more than I'm making right now and I've been working many many years I won't say how long but um yeah I'm just like and smart smart kids with lots of good skills and 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 there's great opportunity for these students well and and you mentioned welders we cannot produce enough welders right right now Mm -hmm. they're they're there is not a way to supply. And what a market to be in is in a right. job where where there just cannot, you know, there just is not a pipeline of right. people. Yeah, high demand. Well, Dr. Kuhn, what have we missed? Uh, I mean, as far as what's going on maybe currently at the school district or what, what are some, some upcoming plans for programs, facilities, whatever? Well, I, I think one of the most exciting things is going to be the reopening of North Central High School. Yay. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're we're just a few months now away from the reopening. <clears throat> we uh, we are shooting for a final inspection up there the first week in December. Uh, boxes have already been distributed mm-hmm. to teachers uh, over at the old ATEC facility. They've begun packing the non-essentials that can go ahead and begin to to move mm-hmm. back over to the other campus. Um, we you know it's nice to see paving going down. 
uh, ceilings going in, that kind of stuff. So that that is a really you know exciting time for that community. It is. That's going Absolutely. to be a just a premier corner of the world out there with those three schools and the quality. Not only that, but who would have ever thought that uh, Bone Town would have a uh, traffic light? Right. Oh yeah. And, and, yeah, I know, was up there the other day. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You, no, nobody would have ever thought that. And uh, but but you know, a lot has gone into to getting that school rebuilt. It's beautiful. And it's it's mm-hmm. going to be an absolutely first class facility. And of course, then then our next our next steps are, are back in West Watery. We've mm-hmm. we've got to to begin to address the elementary situation in West Watery. And uh, so that'll be the next thing on the docket. And uh, along with that, we've got uh, two renovation projects we're wrapping up at uh, Camden High School and at, at Lugoff Elgin High School. Uh, those will, those are going to drag out for months because they're only able to work at night and on, on the weekends now. Uh-huh. But, uh, but that's okay. It, it's, it's non-invasive. So, and to be honest, those teachers have been real troopers to, to understand that if we're going to get it done before next summer, we just got to do it this way. Yeah, yeah, nice. Good. Exciting times. Yeah. Well, um, we I, I want to kind of wrap up and and ask you to, you know, tell people, listeners, what what are the great things about our school district? You know, kind of in summary. You know, why would someone want to move to Kershaw County and send their kids to public school? Um, you know, why is it great that Stephen and I send our kids to public school? You know, what is it about the Kershaw County School District that makes us fabulous and 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 makes us great? Well, we're still small enough to have the personal touch, mm-hmm. and and even even in our larger schools, we're still smaller than most people's schools yeah. uh, in in growing areas. And that personal touch that your child can come here, get a quality education, and can be known by the complete staff at a school is so important. Um, children like to, to feel comfortable with who they're around. Mm-hmm. They, you know, kids kids want to be known by their name and to be associated with their family. And this district has a, has a great blend of families that have been here a long time, mm-hmm. very long time, generations, and newcomers who are welcome when they come in. You know, I think that, that, you know, a family can move here that's got young children who are, you know, starting school age. I think they can walk in and feel like they have been a part of this community their entire lives and just from the start. And I I think that's what we strive to do is that personal touch. And that's what we strive to do with our teachers. When we bring someone in from outside, we don't just hire them. We want them to become part of the family. Right. And, you know, we talk about that family atmosphere all the time, and that's that's what we want to foster in the school district. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for all that you're doing, uh, Dr. Goodwin, for mm-hmm. education in the county, and, and we're looking forward to seeing uh, where your leadership takes us. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it seems to only be going in a positive direction, and uh, can't wait to see see more. Mm-hmm. Well, appreci- No pressure. No pressure at all. <laughs> uh, you know, Stephen. One thing about it, you know, when you get to be my age, the good thing about it is, if you know, if if you get to a point and nobody's following, you can just go home and call it the end. But uh, <laughs> this is this has been a real calling for us. Uh, we we Amy and I feel like that, you know, there there were a lot of of things that some people may call coincidence that we don't call coincidence that fell into place with this move. 
and uh, that would take way more time to talk about all of those than we have. But, you know, when things like that happen, you better open your eyes and take advantage of the opportunity. And uh, it, this has given us an opportunity to give back to, you know, where we got our start. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it, it's more of a mission call than it is a uh, a job at this point. Well, Goodwins, uh, Goodwins have been doing that for a long time here in Kershaw County, and, and we're grateful for the impact that, that – your dad made for sure and that you and your wife are are making now yes thank you so much for coming and and sharing and chatting with us today we really appreciate it well thank you for having me and and you know if if there's ever anything we can you know come back and talk to you about let us know absolutely thanks thank you for listening to this episode of chamber chats this podcast is a production of the Kershaw County Chamber of Commerce in partnership with radio stations Cool 102.7 and Carolina Country Classics 98.7 and is produced by Patty Rose. Episodes are released the second and fourth Wednesday of each month. Remember to tell others about us and give us some feedback by rating us on your podcast app or by sending an email to director at kershawcountychamber.org. We'd love your feedback. And until next time, Shop Kershaw Kershaw County. County.